Welcome to another episode of the podcast, Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, and your host. And I was sitting with two of my sons tonight, which is always a big, big treat. But I don't know if your family does this, but mine does when they get together, especially the boys. When they get together, they start reminiscing about what it was like in the good old days and growing up and you know, the things that they did to each other, the things that were done to them, the, um, and it undoubtedly comes down to a whole new conversation about how hard it was, how different it was for them versus other people. And they have their versions. And it's just funny how we see things when we're children or teens. I've decided that we review and judge our parents when we're in our 20s. And then we realized that it wasn't quite, our reality wasn't quite the full story. And that happens in our 40s, um, where, where, um, and I wouldn't even say it's in their 30s, because it seems like in our 30s, we, we just have our crud together and we can handle the world. And it's almost like a second teenagehood <laughs> in a way. So... Um, but we find out it's not always so accurate. So I just remember when I was young, walking in somebody's house and I thought it was massive. And then when I was later in my twenties, I went back, you know, you go back to the old neighborhood. We went back and that house was small, small. <laughs> and that gave me a real good understanding of my perception, my perspective, how off it was, but we all do it. Um, so we, I sat tonight loving my boys, loving their families, loving watching their kids. And yeah, I got grandkids too, you guys. And it's crazy. Um, so many different parts of my life are stories. And, you know, we tried to go to uh, more of a retirement community. And honestly, we weren't welcome there. People would cross us in the halls all the time and say, you don't belong here. And so, um, but yeah, I do. I have grandkids. And there we were tonight sitting and, and it did go to that same place talking about the upbringing and all the things like the chores they had to do and they had to do the chores and the other, their friends didn't and they got you know, they couldn't go places, they got in trouble, and they'd have, you know, their activities taken away or something taken away, and they couldn't do something because they didn't get something else done. And so you sit there as parents listening to the stories, and it's just so interesting how it's it's like when I walked into that house, and I saw this huge, massive house, and then when I was older and bigger and adult, an adult, it wasn't so big. And the perception that that we carry into our futures and how we judge so either harshly or we don't, or we come to realize, realizing that it wasn't all that we was cracked up to be. So for example, um, you know, I, I ran a house of 10, 10 of us in that house. And that meant a lot. So they were talking tonight about how, um, there were certain foods like, like, oh yeah, we know we couldn't have, we couldn't have the milk. Um, 
we, you know, mom would tell us no on certain things. And I said, do you realize that even with me telling you no, with a house of 10, we went through 10 loaves of bread a week. And that was simply for sandwiches. It wasn't for, you know, everybody to have toast with breakfast. It wasn't for French toast for breakfast. It wasn't for, you know, second sandwiches. It wasn't for anything frivolous. It was lunch sandwiches. And we went through 10 loaves a week. We went through six to eight gallons of milk a week. And that was just for cereal in the morning. That wasn't for anything else. And so we went through 10 pounds of oranges, 10 pounds of apples, bananas. Um, We went through, when we did French toast, for example, we did three loaves of French toast. And we would line them up and stand them up in cake pans and put them in the oven until we could do the next round. Um, And they saw that as, and when you're listening to this, you're thinking, holy cow, how'd you do it? right? What was your grocery bill like? How did you feed 10 people? And it was a constant round trip the whole time. But the way they saw it in some cases is, wow, we couldn't have those things. And now it's interesting because another thing that I did is they had bedtime 8, 8.30. When they got older, they could go 9, maybe 10. But um, so they were saying, yeah, we have to go to bed and and so my one son was sitting there going, I remember you telling us, you go to bed because now it's our time. And I said, yes, because I absolutely believe it's unhealthy for children to stay up with their parents until their parents go to bed. That should not be happening. Everybody needs a break. Everybody needs that a little bit of opportunity to have silence of the mind. <laughs> and I'm thinking silence of the lambs sometimes. <laughs> anyway, you Parents need that opportunity to just sit, reflect, maybe do nothing, do something mind-numbing. Sometimes we, as parents, we will sit there and turn on the Netflix or the Hulu and just start binge-watching, which isn't always good and healthy either. But I do believe it's unhealthy for parents and families and kids to have the kids staying up all night until the parents go to bed. They need that downtime. So my son was talking about that. And so I said, I think it's unhealthy. And they, they both jumped up and said, we absolutely agree. We need that. We need that. And so it's interesting. And I don't know that they got the perspective and how it's changed and how maybe there's a story to all these different things that I did and I applied as a parent. And so really when I'm looking at you know, conflict resolution and how we deal with how we do this thing called judging our parents against what we think that they should have been doing at the time. Have we gone back and do we ask them, hey, you did this. What was the reason for that? So one of the things is like my kids had chores. We had, I did these and we had a daily chore chart um, and then we would change them. You know, when summer came, they'd change. When the school year came, they'd change. Um, and So they said, why did you do that? And I said, well, you needed to learn responsibility. You need to, well, 10 loads of laundry, seriously? Well, okay, so let's look at two sides. They would put clean clothes in the laundry so that they didn't have to put them away or clean up their room. They would put them all back in the laundry. Now that's kind of a standing joke that they talk about how they did that. But also my husband would 
when he knew certain people were doing laundry, he'd do extra loads, which was terribly unfair. But so we got to talking about that. They said, okay, so we learned how to do the job. Why did we have to keep doing it? Because part of teaching them how to be good adults is not just about the chore. It's not just about, do you know how to clean a toilet or do you know how to clean the sink? It is endurance. It is resilience. It is the fact that not you're going to be solely responsible one day. And it's my job as a parent to help you understand what that looks like. Is it painful? Is it hard to watch? Would I like to do it for you? Absolutely. Did I do things for you? Yes, I did. But at the end of the day, you're going to need to know how to stand on your own two feet. You're going to need to know how to buoy and lift and edify and do for your family. You're going to need to know that there is not going to be anybody who's going to catch you when it comes your turn and your time. And that is also part of what I was teaching through those chores and many, many other things that we did as a house of 10 um, and growing into that, growing through that, growing up in that. And so as we move forward and we reflect on the, um, or we get together and we start having and sharing these stories, find out, find out about what was that reason? Did you have a reason for that? Tell me about that. What did that look like? And, and see how many things you now agree on compared to what you didn't agree on when maybe you were younger. Anyway, that's my share. Go and reflect. That's another way to resolve mental conflict that you have about your upbringing. If you ever have a question, just ask.